Welcome, spiritual baddie. You must be trying to navigate this messy journey of life while still having an abundant mindset. Sometimes shit hits the fan, but you know it's going to be okay in the end, even when it doesn't feel like it in the moment. This podcast is truly for those who simply get it. You know when you meet someone and they just get you without over-explaining? It's like a karmic bond, you know? We're here to talk it out so that you can feel more at ease with whatever you are going through in life. We're the bestie you can turn to during your 58th dark night of the soul and also the one you call up when you're celebrating the manifestation you've literally been calling in for the last 10 years. We're not here to put up a front because no one really has it all together all the time. So let's break down the walls. You can expect raw and open conversations on relationships, career, and life overall with a spiritual and astrological twist. Fuck the rules, fuck signing off emails professionally, and let's glow the fuck up. So I had invested in many courses coaching mentorship services for my business when I was still a business coach. And I will say that the first business course that I had invested in, I feel like that one was definitely really out of my intuition. And it was a pivotal moment for me because it really kickstarted my business in general as a coach. But as time went on, and I kept investing in other courses and coaches, especially the final few investments that I made before deciding to burn down my business, it was really coming from a place of lack. And I can see that now. Like it was coming from a place of desperation, even though I couldn't see it at the time. I can only see that now in hindsight. You know, what, what is the saying? Like hindsight is twenty twenty. Because... I thought I was embracing an abundant mindset back then, but I realized I had so much healing to do. And when I made those final few investments in my business, I was really at my wits end. And I I already had debt, but I was like, I have a little bit of room left with my line of credit and my credit card that would co- cover the first couple months of the investment. So I thought I would be able to earn enough as time went on when I had someone save me. You know, I had a coach tell me the missing piece for my business in order for it to be successful. But instead, the universe really threw me a curveball and taught me this whole other lesson. And I realized my entire business and the direction I had been forcing really wasn't aligned for me. I was forcing it for some time already. And I actually had everything within me that I needed to be successful at that time already. I didn't need something from someone else, you know, something external to give me the answer. But now I really think of the money that I spent as life's tuition. Like I talk about this with my best friend a lot. I feel like I've had a lot of fucking expensive lessons in my life. I kind of have this theory that people who have Taurus placements just often have expensive lessons. That's just my perspective. I don't know if that's true for everyone, but because, you know, I have a Taurus midheaven, My best friend has a Taurus rising. I feel like both of us have gone through a lot of experiences where we just had to pay a lot of shit to learn deep lessons. I also realized that I have this tendency to like push myself to my utmost limits with a lot of things in my life. So in this particular, like my limit with my finances in the past, I've done it with my limits with fitness when I was a personal trainer, with working out, you know, with dieting when I was a health coach. And now I'm seeing that I really didn't need to do that because it led to me damaging my nervous system, 
burning out, hitting my raucous bottomous moments. And I think it's very much a tendency of my sun in the eighth house, which is naturally ruled by Scorpio. I have a lot of dominant Pluto energy in my chart. I feel like Pluto is very much this like destructive energy. So that's just something that I've noticed. I feel like if you have a lot of Scorpio placements, you might go through a lot of similar things as well. But I do feel like everything happened in divine timing. And the conflict that rose up during the Aries eclipse really came at a time where I was able to handle it. Because during the Aries eclipse, an opportunity came up for me to communicate my honest thoughts to that person in the business relationship. And through that, I learned so many lessons. So when we had initially parted ways, I wasn't really like angry, angry at that point. I felt some resentment, but overall, I was just feeling so relieved to no longer be in a relationship with this person. I had just wanted out as soon as possible, and I felt really, really free. But because the opportunity came up for me to speak my honest thoughts, that's when the anger came up. Because when I was completely honest and direct, the person had demonstrated that they couldn't validate me. They couldn't truly hear what I was saying. And that definitely really triggered me and made me angry because here I was being vulnerable, right? Speaking honestly. But the other person could not reciprocate that vulnerability. They were in a mode of only like protecting and defending themselves and they weren't able to understand me. So it really showed me that they weren't a secure or healthy person that I wanted to be in contact with and they couldn't show compassion. So that's what really made me feel angry. And I know that when I feel that rage, it's the not self theme of my manifesting generator side. And when that happens, something is out of alignment. And in this case, it was 100% confirmation that this relationship wasn't right for me and I needed to move on. So I learned that I do not need to keep trying to explain myself to people who are committed to misunderstanding me. I would do that so much in the past, like I can see it now, and it really came from a wound of wanting to be understood, which is a behavior that I indirectly learned from my mom. I realized that my mom has this deep wound of not being understood, and when we had conflicts growing up, she would like aggressively force her words in communication and often complain about not being understood, like even until recently, like even until the last big conflict that we had was like, I think a year or two ago, when I first started setting boundaries, she still complained about being misunderstood. And I realized that that, that is such a trauma response. And I also have the tendency to act in a similar way. That's why I stayed in so many unhealthy relationships for longer than necessary, because I thought hey, if I just keep forcing hard enough, the other person is going to understand me. Like Even in my toxic 13 relationship, if I just force my words hard enough, maybe he'll understand me. But with this eclipse season, I took the opportunity to end that cycle because I don't need to keep communicating with people who are committed to misunderstanding me. And I actually feel like my boyfriend, Sean, has really helped me heal this so much and learn healthier methods of resolving conflict because something he's really good at is de-escalating and taking responsibility when necessary. And it taught me to also take responsibility when it's necessary on my end as well. And I think 
something that we all need to understand is that even if you had good intentions, but your actions hurt someone else or upset them, you need to own up to it and apologize. Even if you do not agree with their feelings, you need to allow people to feel instead of invalidating them or making excuses for your own actions and justifying yourself. That has been such a big lesson for me because I noticed in my upbringing, you know, a lot of the times whenever I felt frustrated and I expressed to my mom that I was frustrated, I feel like this is a very like Libra shadow tendency of her because she has a Libra moon and a Libra rising. She just wants everything to be harmonious. She just wants to fix it. She just wants it to be balanced when she's not allowing me to feel all the uncomfortable emotions that I have and she'll start like making excuses or justifying her actions or whoever's actions that had made me upset. So I've really learned to also take responsibility for when I do something that hurts others, even when it feels so uncomfortable and a lot of guilt and shame has come up for me when that happens, especially because of my perfectionistic Virgo moon, you know, because I don't want to feel like I'm making mistakes, but I need to accept that mistakes are a part of life. It means that I am human. And in this particular conflict that rose up during the Aries eclipse, I felt unheard, dismissed, and invalidated. And regardless of the other person's intentions, I'm learning to honor my own feelings instead of justifying their actions or making excuses for them. And I noticed that I had actually started to feel unheard, like in the middle of the relationship already. That's when I wanted to get out of it. It wasn't just in the end. But like that post I read to you from Instagram was saying like how you can withdraw when you're being a people pleaser, I noticed myself doing that. I didn't feel like putting in energy to explain myself because that started feeling forced for me. The conversation wasn't flowing and I was having better conversations with my friends already. So looking back, I could see that I had already given up on this relationship, but I was simply only staying because the other person didn't let me leave. And I think it comes back to my lesson of being more direct needing to speak up, stand up for myself, and be firm. Because I wasn't firm enough earlier about how I was truly feeling. And I really feel like this relates to all types of relationships, friendships, romantic. Because it's like, I wanted to break up with this person. I said something once, but the other person wouldn't let me leave. So I stayed in the relationship. But it was essentially like I was having an open relationship, like a non-consenting open relationship because I was having my needs met through other people, like through my other friends instead of this business relationship. And I felt like I wasn't receiving the undivided, in-depth attention that I really wanted. And I can see why in romantic relationships like this, it can lead to people being unfaithful because they're feeling like forced to stay in a relationship that they don't want to be. So I, it really shows me that like you really shouldn't force anyone to be in a relationship with you because that doesn't benefit you at all. And on the other hand, if you really want to leave a relationship, speak up, be firm about it and leave. So I was extremely angry at how the conflict played out at the end and it definitely took me a few weeks to fully feel and process all this initial rage. And I'm honoring my feelings, like I said, if any residual rage comes up, because I know this was a deep fucking karmic lesson, so definitely more emotions may come up. But one thing that I was really proud of myself for is that I handled it differently than I would have in the past, 
Because in the past, I would have tried to suppress my emotions because anger is a very uncomfortable emotion for me. I've been conditioned to view anger as a quote unquote bad emotion when in reality, like there are no good or bad emotions. They simply are. They just simply need to be felt or else they get stuck and cause issues for our well-being. And I've noticed, you know, my emotional wave, especially because I have an emotional authority in my human design, I go through a ton of emotions before really feeling more clear at the end. And sometimes this is something that I need to process by myself too. I feel like this gives me the thought I'm going on a tangent here. But if you have an emotional authority, sometimes you might feel like, oh my God, I need to like vent to someone. I need to rant to someone about what I'm going through right now. But I found that sometimes for emotional authorities, like there's a time and place to speak to other people about it, but there's also a time and place for you to process it on your own. Because sometimes when you rant to people or vent to them before your your emotions are clear, it's not necessarily good for the relationship because you could be emotional dumping, trauma dumping on this other person and putting all your energy on them when it's something that you're meant to go through on your own and to process through your own emotional wave. There's actually an article that I read talking about the different emotional waves for like certain channels and human design. I'll link the article for you so you can check it out if you have an emotional authority because I feel like it was such a helpful article in helping me understand my own emotions. So my emotional wave this time I noticed I felt a lot of discomfort and anxiety when my intuition was telling me to leave the relationship. Then I felt freedom after I left but then I had anger come up and then some guilt and shame for feeling anger because I feel like in my upbringing and my conditioning, I was taught that showing anger is a bad thing. Then I felt more anger, but then I was also able to laugh about it with my best friend, which was great. And then I felt discomfort after, you know, and then I feel like I'm more at peace now, but just kind of dealing with the residual rage that is coming up from time to time. It's kind of like an earthquake, you know, when you have like the big earthquake itself and there's like the residual waves that come. That's kind of how I see it. So this really showed me that as a person, I want to be someone who can continuously receive feedback on how I can improve instead of refusing to face my own flaws, which would essentially be me operating out of my ego. And during the Aries eclipse, I know it was my Aries Mercury's time to shine. And I I was as, as direct as I could have been, you know, with this conflict without being rude or mean. And from the response that I got, I really realized that this other person didn't have the capacity to validate me or repair the relationship. And I realized that this is why the communication felt so tough throughout our relationship. You know, I'm sure the other person had their own healing to do. But at that point, I really had no interest in pursuing this relationship at all. And I just wanted to get out of there and have no more contact with this person. And in the past, I told you how I was very much someone who followed the rules. I was also someone who was very strict about contracts in my own business. I was extremely black and white. I was rule oriented. But a while ago, I think it was about last year, I had asked the universe to show me how to be more compassionate. And I feel like by me setting that intention is what led to this series of intense events in my life 
which helped me learn compassion. Because I feel like there's this fine line between living by the rules and also being human and showing compassion. When I reflect on the times where I was super anal about contracts in my business, it was because I still had a lack mindset back then. All I cared about was the success of my business, protecting myself, making money, and I couldn't feel compassion for the other side or see another perspective. There was this post by the content queen on Instagram that really stood out to me, and I'm going to read this to you. She says, Holding someone to a five-figure per month payment plan when they have explicitly said, this service isn't valuable to me, is terrible karma, and you can't convince me otherwise. And reading this post actually made me feel like so much less alone. I feel like I could have been even more explicit and more direct in communicating that I felt like the service wasn't valuable to me anymore. But, you know, I can only see that in hindsight now. But this post, like, really, really spoke to me. I'm going to read some of the comments. So someone says, I agree. I will never be happy taking money from genuinely unhappy clients. If you want to stop receiving my services, then I believe you that they are no longer of value or affordable to you. And in both cases, let's end our agreement here. I can't feel good about taking money that is not given over in an empowered, willful state. If someone feels they are paying me because they have no choice and it's full of resentment and remorse, no thank you to receiving in that energy. I coach because I care about the well-being of people. I will never put money above that. Will people sometimes go into a lack story that has them feeling temporarily resistant to paying even though they genuinely do want to keep going? In that case, I might support them to get to the bottom of that before they quit. I will, however, not be forcing people to give me their money when they don't feel I deserve it because I trust that the work I am doing with clients will very much have them feeling I deserve it. And if not, then I hope they find a coach who they are a better match with. Oof, I feel like this just speaks to my soul. Like, that's literally how I felt about this contract. Like, yes, I honored it at the end. I gave my money because I decided to honor the contract, but it was definitely tied to a lot of resentment and remorse. And if this other person was okay with receiving that, you know, I feel like I got to accept that. But that's definitely how I felt in my on my end. And so many people spoke up about having like similar experiences. Like this person says, thank you. This happened to me before too. I entered a six month container with a quote unquote spiritual business coach. And after day one, I knew it wasn't for me. I told her I would not be returning. And she told me she would be blocking me and sending her legal team my way. We ended up working it out, but it took quite a few threatening emails to get there. Oof. Oh my god, I'm so glad that this person was able to work it out because on my end, I did not. I was not able to work it out. But it just made me feel like so much better knowing that other people have gone through something similar. Another comment says, totally, humans first, always. It's wild to me that some coaches can feel good taking money from someone who says they're not getting value. And especially when someone has said they literally can't pay their bills and they get their legal team on them. Seen this happen to many friends and they get spun 
quote unquote, that's a limiting belief you have as to why you're not getting results. Rolls eyes emoji. Anyway, love this post. Oh my God, literally. I feel like this is, this has also happened to my best friend too. My best friend invested in this online program and after a few months, it just wasn't valuable to her anymore because she felt like it was teaching her things that she already knew and she emailed them to see if she could get out of it and stop paying for it but they basically told her like something similar to this you know like if we're here to keep you accountable whatever the fuck and I think it's just absolute bullshit and I'm so glad that I can see that now and this comment oh my goodness I feel like this is definitely the cherry on top for me this person says it is savior mentality to force working with someone who has a firm hold on what they believe at the moment and are unwilling to budge. Definitely misaligned dynamics at that point and probably not soulmate client. Also, two truths can coexist. It's not our job to assume what's best for people. Only they can truly know. Oh my god, that is just so good. Someone else says, fully agree. It is incredibly manipulative and honestly, I would never be able to sleep at night. And I actually didn't even realize like how manipulative the business relationship was for me. Like essentially this other person had been being manipulative, whether it's conscious or not. But I was like, wow, I was literally allowing myself to be manipulated. And I feel like that's definitely a tendency of my Pisces nature. And I saw that happen for me in so many previous relationships, especially my long term toxic relationship, too. So that was definitely a learning lesson for me. Oh, my God. Their comments on this are just so good. Okay, someone else says, I'm so pleased you said this because fuck me. There are some shitty coaches enforcing this and calling it boundaries. Okay. This is getting me really heated and passionate about this because, yes, I feel like a lot of coaches use this in the name of boundaries. And I realize that I feel like that's what I thought were boundaries in the past as well. But now, like being in the place that I am now, it's like you need to be adaptable. You know, boundaries aren't this like forced Thing. Like you need to listen to your intuition and see what the situation in front of you calls for. Another comment. I really need to go to sleep, but this. Why do you feel you need to put someone in debt when they are seeking guidance? Think about that question and choose the empathetic path. Put yourself in their shoes and begin to truly understand where they're coming from. Sure, it's karma, but it's also being a genuine human being. Oh, that is so good. Literally, I feel like that's exactly my situation that had happened to me. This person also asked a question and I feel like the content queen replied it in a way that really resonated with me. So this person asked, what if that's just what they say to get out of something? I've had that happen before where I found out later that it was valuable to them, but they were going through their own shit, trauma, life situations at that time and couldn't own up to it and come clean and instead tried to gaslight me and make me feel bad about my work and services. I know what I do is powerful AF. I guess the answer is to keep feeling into and trusting my psychic knowing when a client isn't a good fit and slash going to possibly flake 
oof. Okay, I love this because I feel like it's definitely bringing up another side and the content queen replied. She said, I do not assume I know better than them what's best for them. Oh, that is so good. You know, like, I feel like that there's so much to unpack there. So much. But I'm going to link this post because I feel like it definitely changed my life. I feel like if you are someone who may have gone through something similar, check out that post. Literally, it'll change your life. Especially the comments about having that savior mentality. That's essentially how I felt about this relationship after I reflected. You know, this mentor was telling me that they knew better than me, than me, by forcing me to stay in this. And it reminds me that I also had a similar experience previously, and I realized, you know, the same challenge is going to come up in my life again and again until I really learn it. So about a year ago, I joined a mastermind, and after the first meeting, I left because I just couldn't stand the coach's unhealed anxious energy. Like after being in their presence, I noticed that they had a lot of anxiety that like just wasn't healed yet. I think this is definitely the intuitive side of like my Pisces nature because on the outside, you can't see if someone has anxiety, right? But I just noticed like when I was interacting with this person, it suddenly started making me feel anxious and I wasn't acting as my best self. And you know, the t things they were teaching, I agreed with a lot of them, but their energy didn't match their words. And their anxiety just really started to mess me up. And I feel like this is why like energetics is so important. Just like in life, you know, healing your energy is so, so important. When I left that mastermind, I didn't ask for a refund because the contract had stated no refunds. I wasn't direct about the reason I was leaving either because like I just wasn't ready for it at that time. The coach had asked me for feedback, but I simply just said my intuition was leading me to make an illogical pivot, you know, which was true, but I didn't tell them the full truth. I didn't say anything about the anxious energy because I was uncomfortable with confrontation. I also didn't want to be the person that just like teaches someone a lesson. You know what I mean? Like I didn't really care to teach this coach something. And in relationships that do mean something to me, I do appreciate honesty and I will speak up, you know, if it's someone like my partner, my deep friendships that, you know, I have in-depth intimate relationships with. I will push myself to say something, but I didn't really have a relationship with this coach. So I was like, I just want to get out of here ASAP, you know, and that's kind of how I felt about the the business conflict that came up during the Aries eclipse too. I was like, I don't really have a deep relationship with this person. I don't really care to like tell them, teach them a lesson. I just wanted to get out of it. But the situation came up for me to express my honest thoughts. I feel like it was really a lesson for me. It, it was it was teaching me to stand up for myself and be direct. And now reading the comments on that Instagram post that I just read you, it's just so crazy for me to see that so many other people have experienced similar things. And I really hope that by me sharing this, is also going to help someone, you know, it's going to help some of you who might be going through something similar. If you're dealing with struggles, you know, with your finances, your business, whatever, I really hope that this will give you another perspective. So with my experience with that mastermind, I realized that I needed to stop putting other people on a pedestal. 
just because someone made more money than me, they were more quote-unquote successful than me in a material sense, it didn't mean that they were a perfect human being. It didn't mean that they were happy with their life. It didn't mean that they were fulfilled. And it didn't necessarily mean that they were aligned with me. If you want to hear more about like my experience with leaving that mastermind, go listen to my episode 137 because I discussed that more. So even though I stopped putting other people on a pedestal, I realized that I still needed to heal my own savior slash victim mindset. And I kept thinking that I needed something outside of me to save me. That's why I kept thinking I needed another coach, another course. And I told you that's also why I had been manifesting signing with a manager as an influencer because I thought that it would solve all of my problems. But I recently parted ways with my manager. Go listen to episode 195 if you want to hear about that but the law of attraction is so real here because my energy at that time was coming from a place of desperation I wanted to succeed so badly with my career with my business that I attracted people who were in a similar energy these people were in an energy of not fully listening to their intuition forcing things in their business and it was very subtly unaligned you know, and I was attracting mentors who also had a savior mentality. I could see that when I was a coach in my business previously, I also had that savior mindset thinking that my clients needed me in order to be successful, that I knew them better than they knew themselves, which now I know is like such an unhealthy mindset, something that I definitely needed to heal. And this mentality was definitely coming up from my own trauma responses as well, from my ego feeling unworthy if I wasn't being needed and thinking that I knew what was best for people and trying to push my own agenda onto them instead of focusing on listening to what they actually want or need. I realized that this is also a learned behavior from my mom because my mom would treat me that way when I was young. She would make decisions for me instead of asking me what I want. And now, you know, I've learned how to set boundaries with my mom. I'm really learning to have more compassion for her. And yeah, it's just something that I'm continuing to learn. But it's so clear to me how the savior mindset has been common, especially in my generational trauma. I also wanted to note that when I was working with this person in the business relationship, a lot of issues came up. Like I had an initial burst of sales also during a Mercury retrograde period at that time. And a lot of those sales ended up having issues because I feel like there were many karmic lessons I needed to learn. And I think that's why, you know, the astrologers always say during Mercury retrograde, be aware if you gain anything, you could lose it later. And that happened to me regarding my finances, but there's really no way I could have prepared for this, so I don't regret it. It's an experience that I'm grateful for because now I know, you know, I, I learned my karmic lesson. There's really nothing to fear about retrogrades because they're here to help you be better. So some specific things that happened in my business at that time. So I had this one student that signed up for my program and she was kind of similar to me at that point because she thought that she could make enough money to pay for the rest of the monthly payments when she initially didn't have enough at the beginning. And I still took her on as a student, which I feel like it had to happen that way. But if I, you know, knowing what I know now and going back, I probably would not have taken her on as a client because 
I'm not here to save people who are drowning. The content queen also had another post that I really want to read to you. It was just so good. She says, my programs are not a life raft for people who are drowning. They are a trampoline for people who are already jumping, but want to jump higher, land softer and jump together. And me operating from the place that I was in, I feel like I was really helping people who were drowning. And that's why I got caught up in all these situations. So this particular student, she told me that she didn't have enough to pay for the next monthly payment. At that point, my intuition was like, okay, I'm going to show her some compassion. I'm going to extend her payment plan by one month to give her some more time to figure it out. But after one month, if she still doesn't have the money, then I'm gonna let her go. That's what my intuition was telling me. And she was so grateful at that time. I feel like me showing that compassion also like showed me that I was listening to my intuition. But unfortunately, after one month went by, she still couldn't afford the payments. So I let her go. You know, I wasn't happy about losing that money but I do feel like it was the right decision because I'm not going to like sue someone or take legal action over someone who is already struggling to pay their bills. And that's like a lot of negative energy I would be spending on a situation where I could simply just surrender and be like, okay, this client, the student wasn't the best for me, wasn't aligned. I trust that the universe is going to give me something better. I'm just going to let this go. Another student during this time simply ghosted me. I had no idea what was going on, you know, her payment failed and I tried to get in touch with her, but no response, it's like simply ghosted. And what really irritated me about this is because they were also a spiritual coach online. They were like preaching things about manifestation and whatever. And I was like, this is just so hypocritical that this person is like teaching all these things, but can't even own up to their own behaviors. This one... I was just very like much more angry about because I had just shown compassion to this other student and all I wanted was direct communication. You know, if you tell me that you are struggling, I can be someone who is compassionate and I will let you go if you tell me what's going on, but I cannot help you resolve it if you don't tell me what's going on. Like that's how I felt. So that one was definitely a lot more angering for me. I did a cord cutting for that. I feel like there must have been some past life karmic shit regarding that as well. But I think it's just so crazy how I'm sharing with you these experiences. And the the mentor that I had hired at that time, I felt like our the energy was similar, you know? what I was experiencing was the energy that I was receiving back as well. So uh, it's just crazy to me. Energy just really, really doesn't lie. Let's recap the lessons that I learned during eclipse season because holy shit, there were a lot of lessons. First one, stop forcing and surrender. When something is aligned, it will feel so effortless. You won't feel drained and tired. There won't be any unnecessary resistance or like there won't be a ton of obstacles and hoops you need to jump through in order to make things happen. So Gabby Bernstein says that even when you think you've surrendered, surrender even more and I feel like that's been the constant thing that's been coming up for me you don't need to keep explaining yourself to people who simply don't get it it's okay to be misunderstood 
there's been so many Instagram posts, TikTok posts about authenticity, talking about how when you're authentic, you're not going to be for everyone and how authentic people are regularly misunderstood because they don't engage in this black or white type of thinking. I'm going to link a bunch of posts for you in the description regarding that because I feel like it's just so, so good. Just so many posts resonated with me. Something else I learned, long-term contracts usually don't work for me, especially because I'm a manifesting generator. I move fast. I have a lot of illogical pivots in my life. I can't expect people to keep up. The people who get it will get it. And it reminds me to really think twice before engaging in a long-term contract because now I know my life could be very different, you know, in a month, in two months, in three months. You don't need to act upon every emotion. So I felt extreme anger during this conflict. My initial reaction was that I wanted to fight, you know, it was that fight or flight response. But I had to think to myself, was it worth it? Like what good would that have done me? if I pushed back and fought. You know, this person already demonstrated that they weren't able to understand me or validate my feelings. So if I were to fight, I would just be extending the energy exchange between me and this person who I no longer wanted any contact with. I would just be prolonging my anger. And I just reminded myself that something good always comes out of every situation, even if it's seemingly negative. And I always view life as happening for me, not to me. So whenever anything doesn't go the way that I want it to, I ask myself what it's teaching me. And in this case, one of the main things it was teaching me was to overcome people pleasing and to speak my truth. And I'm so glad and grateful that I was able to process this with my best friend who is a Sagittarius. She was able to help me laugh about the whole thing. It made me see how it really wasn't that serious. You know, sometimes I get into this mode of being so fucking serious. And especially when it was during my Saturn return, you know, Saturn energy, Capricorn, just Earth signs, Virgo. I feel like there's this tendency to be overly serious sometimes when it really isn't that serious. Yes, it took me some time to feel and process my emotions. I needed to acknowledge them. But... Really, I don't need to, to take life so seriously because that just feels exhausting to me. You don't need to push yourself to extremes in order to see results. Everything happens the way it's meant to. You don't need closure or an apology to move on and heal. You can't expect someone who isn't honest with themselves to be honest with you. Owning up to your mistakes and taking responsibility requires vulnerability, and some people aren't ready to do that. I wasn't ready for a long time, and it's still an uncomfortable process for me, but I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone. Normalize anger, especially women being angry. Feeling angry doesn't make you a bad person. You can release anger in healthy ways. Life isn't about following the rules. It's about having fun and experiencing enjoyment. You really can't force your goals or manifestations or rush them to fit your schedule. This is why I don't believe in setting specific timelines for my goals anymore because the universe runs on her own schedule, not yours. You can force it for sure. You can definitely force success in your life. 
but challenges will come you know i told you guys before how i feel like there are usually like two ways that life plays out for people you experience a lot of challenges before you experience success in your life which i feel like it's kind of like how my life has gone or you can be someone who makes it really really young you make a lot of success you make a lot of money you get a lot of fame but then a lot of challenges come afterwards and i do feel like that usually happens when you force things just like how i said i made a bunch of sales during that mercury retrograde previously but then so many people had issues with their payments i experienced like ghosting and i feel like like i think almost like half the sales that i made had issues with them so stop forcing things trust your intuition you know this one sounds simple but i feel like so many of us have been conditioned to not trust when something isn't aligned for me, I notice that I start making excuses as to why I should do it. For example, with the business conflict and the business relationship that came up, I would make excuses as to why I should stay in this relationship. Oh, it's because we have a contract. It's because, you know, I committed to this. It's because I, I paid a lot of money for this. And I realized all those thoughts that I was having were just excuses. And my intuition was telling me that it wasn't aligned. So this eclipse really helped me see more of the person that I want to be. I want to be someone who is adaptable, compassionate, listens to my intuition, and can own up to my own flaws and accept that I'm not perfect, even when it's fucking uncomfortable, especially for my Virgo moon. I am not perfect. And I'm going to repeat again when Gabby Bernstein says that when you think you've surrendered, surrender even more. And I feel like I, I truly understand that. Like life is just this constant journey of bringing yourself back to surrender. It's not going to be linear. You know, you're not going to surrender perfectly every time. Sometimes you're going to be acting out of your ego, but it's just about reminding yourself and bringing yourself back to that place. You don't need to have more, more, and more. You need to enjoy what you have now. You know, I kept thinking I needed more courses, more coaches, more healing. It's this vicious like Virgo cycle of constant fixing and improving when sometimes there's nothing wrong and you just got to enjoy your life. Now, I'm not saying to never learn anything, to never improve, but sometimes you get to a point where you already have what you need and you have enough. So the eclipse really helped me be more honest with myself and others, which is definitely that Aries theme. And you can tell when someone isn't being genuine. You know, it's it's really helped me communicate how I truly feel. Like there's so many, I feel like in Western culture, a lot of the times people are saying something because it's like just accepted in society. It's just like, you know, like sometimes when you just greet someone, you're like, how are you? But it's like sometimes you might not even care about asking that person, how are you? And I think I'm really learning to, to stop doing that, you know, to decondition myself of these conditionings that we have to engage in these pleasantries or small talk in society. Like, for example, if I don't really care to hear someone else's thoughts, I'm not going to ask them. I'm not going to write, let me know your thoughts in an email if I don't care for their thoughts, you know, and I feel like my best friend actually really helped me learn that too. Don't waste your energy saying things you don't truly mean. And if I like don't feel a continuum conversation with someone, 
I'm not going to respond to a text message just out of being polite. You know, I used to do that a lot, people pleasing tendency, and I really stopped doing that. Like sometimes if there's nothing I really have to say, I won't respond. You know, and this doesn't even have to come from a place of like anger. It's like even if I'm talking to a friend that I care about, but it's like, hey, I have nothing else to say, I'm not going to force myself to continue the conversation. Another example, like if I don't want to wish someone the best, I'm not going to say so. You know, I feel like during situations where I could be like, wish you all the best, you know, when you like leave a toxic job, when you leave a toxic relationship, if I don't wish the other person the best, I'm not going to say that, you know, no more forcing, no more being dishonest with myself, no more saying things for the sake of being polite and neglecting my own true feelings. After I let go of those relationships, I literally have been able to sleep better. I feel like energetic health is directly correlated to physical health and physical health and the self once again ties back to the Aries theme of the eclipse. So I'm really excited to see what else comes up for me through the series of Aries Libra eclipses. I feel like there's still a lot of aftermath kind of recovering processing to do. So just a big reminder, continue listening to your intuition. Listen to your body. It's always going to guide you. Thank you so much for tuning into Glow Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Tag me on your stories. Take a screenshot. Share it so that more people can see it. Also, go leave a review on iTunes or Spotify if you are a real one. Love you, Glow Gang. Glow Gang.